When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Five Nights at Freddy's is over, but here on Posha Recast Theater, we are just getting started. If you can't see my face behind the animatronic mask, it's me, it's Ariel, and I'm joined by another person in a mask. It's Grace. What's up, Grace? It's Halloween. Of course I'm in a mask. Yeah. And I'm being COVID conscious. <laughs> That's just smart joke. logistics. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. That's the movie we're doing this week. It's like the it, it feels old school in the simul release of like it came out in theaters at the same time as it came out on streaming. And that hadn't been done in a while. At least as far oh, as my God. Time. I forgot that it was a simul release. I went to the theater to see this and I feel like I don't know if I had more. I don't know. We'll talk about it. I'm very nervous. But it's spooky season area. I'm very nervous. It I'm is spooky. You don't, want anybody, you don't want anybody coming after you. Uh, no. following you home from the, from the no. adventure. Yeah. Um, yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, we only have one link. We don't have 
five pushrecaps.com slash movies to subscribe to the podcast feed. Grace, were you aware of the video game? Obviously, there's been like a lot of video game talk mm. as far as this movie because it is an adaptation. I was not aware of any of that at all, like before I heard about the movie. So where were where were you with this? No, I think that's the same as me. I think I maybe had heard about it, but really like I didn't play it. I didn't, you know, nothing like that. So it certainly was like, okay, they're making a movie and then, oh, it's based on this thing that I maybe heard about. But I I think there's also a novel. There's like a trilogy of novels. And I think Scott Cawthorn, who is the, um, Cawthorn, I think, who is the creator of it. I, someone, I was reading in the Discord today that, there's like lots of lore and he doesn't like to answer questions about the lore. Um, he like actually actively refuses. And so that creates That's this me. thing where there's lots of like fan theories, including from people who are in the movie. Some of the cameo appearances Ooh. are of people who have done lots of like, lore research mm. so no i would but that that's not me i was not very familiar that's with not me please that was yeah i wasn't in this movie i'm here to dox you as one yeah. of them mm -hmm. <laughs> um yeah like i said i wasn't uh i am not aware i haven't even seen this out in the wild besides the movie but obviously uh you know i think one of the big headlines is like the very low rotten score and in combination with the very relatively high audience score and i'm always fascinated when there is like such a vast discrepancy i think it's like 22 to 89 or something like that last time i checked yeah let's um, see uh yeah 29 to 89 yeah 29 to 89 yeah that's 60 60 points i'm always fascinated regardless of how i feel about the movie itself when there's that big of a discrepancy i'm always curious and like usually end up watching the thing if it's, you know, if it's uh, popular enough or train wrecky enough. Grace, where are you on the, uh, on the spectrum as far as, as far as this movie overall thoughts before we, before we get into spoilers. Okay. Here, this is very interesting. I feel like we basically had three weeks in a row, Ariel of kind of like to a degree fandom movies. And I know that Killers mm -hmm. of the Flower Moon, it's like, that's kind of disparaging to call it like a fandom movie, but I do feel like we I had, the, I don't think it's way off. Yes. Complicated yeah. and, and uh, yeah. nuanced, but it's not way off the Scorsese. But we, we had, so we had the Swifties came out in full force for mm -hmm. the Taylor Swift, the Eras tour. And then we had Killers of the Flower Moon, which I think had, it's like, that's like, you know, um, cinephiles you know the like oh we watch film you know i mm. think and then we had and then this weekend we had five nights in freddy's and this is the one i feel the most removed from i think mm. of of any of those three fandoms like at least i i've seen taylor swift in concert not for many years i know many of her songs even if it's just because they play like on the radio, you know, right. I guess I do. I listen to the radio. I guess when I take an Uber, you don't know? they put this podcast out on the radio? That's true. That's true. I think we, yeah, I forgot that. I always forgot that we're lying to you and telling you that this is broadcast over radio. This podcast is you. Yeah. <laughs> and then this one, I don't know. I was like, I wasn't, I wasn't not, I was like looking forward to it to a degree, but I felt such a like culture whiplash being at the movie theater for this movie. Mm -hmm. In a way that I definitely feel like I was like, oh, I'm not enjoying this really. I don't really think this is good. And then everyone around me loving it. And so I don't know. I, I want to acknowledge that like I, you know, not every movie is made for me. I, I don't know. That's surprising. <laughs> what? I know. That's wild. 
And I actually do love a like cinematic, you know, world where where not every movie is made for every person. Actually, that's like very healthy. It's just hard when you live in a society that is about capitalism and about how much money movies make and that they have to make the most amount of money possible. So I love that people love this movie. It just wasn't really for for me. Um, mm -hmm. And we can get into why that was. Uh, but I'm glad so many people. This is the most applause I've seen a movie get in a very long time at the showing I went to. So, you know, on a it's Sunday, wild. like afternoon so or evening, I guess. Yeah. But what about it's you? What'd wild. you make of this movie? I yeah. Know. The applause, the applause point is wild and interesting. There was uh, somebody in the discord who was talking about this of like certain parts getting uh, applause or like people yelling certain things out. And a lot of those things having to do, I think with the fandom, but also there was one reveal that I'm, I'll be happy to talk about after after we get into spoilers that I was like, oh my God, I should have seen that coming and like really worked, but like only for me worked because of like a very specific bit of nostalgia and pop culture that this person like kind of belongs to in quotes. Um, the movie for me, you know, I, I was unable to see it at theaters and I know, you know, listeners will know that I am a snob when it comes to seeing movies in theaters that I, yeah. or seeing movies at home that I have the option of seeing in theaters and for a variety of reasons, I wasn't able to get to the theater to see it. Uh, but I was able to see it today on my TV and my expectations were very low and I had fun. Like, I do think it's interesting to your point. Like I was enjoying it and I really couldn't help thinking, what would this be like at a theater? Like, it, would it be better, worse? I'm, you know, nine times out of 10 for me, it's going to be better. But like, I was, engaged by the story in a way I wasn't expecting. And I was kind of like, oh my God, this is, is this good? I can't tell. Like there are certain things that, you know, aren't great for sure that we'll get into. But I think uh, I was just surprised at, at some of the, some of the choices that were made. And, you know, it, it was, it certainly wasn't anything groundbreaking, but I think the, the character logic, you know, a lot of times in these horror movies, it's all about like what you can, what, passes the smell test as far as people's behavior and how they get into some of these like ridiculous situations. But mm -hmm. I found myself like pretty content with like the internal logic of the show or excuse me, of the movie. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I don't, I, I do think that the, the 22 is harsh. Like I, you know, articles at this point literally have been written about Rotten Tomatoes and how like skewed it can be. But when it's this low, it's, it's, there, there seems to be yeah. a, a majority about the opinion of the thing. So, well, it's twenty nine percent, which we, which you know, unlike like IMDb where people are rating it and that's like, okay, is it nine out of ten, whatever? This right, is right. twenty nine percent. This is twenty nine percent of people who saw the movie who are critics, seemingly in whatever calculation they use, liked didn't like it as much as they liked it. Right? That's the or twenty nine percent people did like it more than they didn't like it did yes right? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i think yeah. that's that that's correct yeah um, so it's not that's not a perfect like calculation for like how much people like it or you know i right. would agree no, that no, Rob not, but usually you know when it's when it's a little yeah. bit more when one the discrepancy again between the two scores is lower and also when it's just like something in like the 60s or the 70s then it's just you chalk it up to yeah. like any number of things yeah. uh but when it, again when it's just slow, it's like oh my god like how bad is this thing um but yeah, I yeah, I'm excited to talk about it because I 
I want to know. I want to know what it was like in the theater, in the big, in the big, uh, the big auditorium, the big city. Um, but I think it is time first to spill the PSRT and uh, get into some plot stuff. So Five Nights at Freddy's, directed by Emma Tammy, co-written by Tammy, Seth Kudebeck, and Scott Calfhorn. Excuse the pronunciation. He who also created the video game. Uh, both of them who also created the video game of the same name. The movie takes place at an abandoned family entertainment center called Freddy Fazbear's Pizza, where a night guard is killed by a red pirate-themed fox animatronic. Yes, that's what I said. Uh, that attaches an empty animatronic head to him. That's the very beginning of the movie. A security guard named Mike Schmidt we meet, played by our main character, Josh Hutcherson. Uh, well, no, he's the main character who's played by Josh Hutcherson. Offered a job at Freddy's and uh, he can't lose custody of his sister. That's like his big driving force. Abby, his sister, played by the adorable Piper Rubio, not Piper Parabo, as I kept reading it. And I was like, wow, she's she's so young now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Mike has disturbing dreams about his brother's like really upsetting kidnapping that happened when he was younger and uh, also starts to hallucinate encounter uh, he encounters children in his dreams uh, who seem to have witnessed it. The restaurant's history, we learn, is marred by some unsolved murders of five kids in the 80s. I hope it's not the Stranger Things kids. Uh, we also meet Mike's aunt, Jane, who's pretty hilarious, played by Mary Stuart Masterson. She wants custody of Abby, Mike's younger sister, uh, so that she can get the custody payments and she literally hires vandals to sabotage the restaurant so that Mike will lose his job. But the animatronic mascots come to the rescue question mark and they come to life and kill the intruders. Abby's babysitter, Max, uh, among the people who died, I really thought she was going to survive leading Mike to bring Abby to his workplace because he's not a babysitter anymore. So Mike learns that the animatronic the people are possessed by spirits of murdered children. It's, it's like really upsetting to read uh, and faces a sinister quote unquote yellow rabbit figure in his dreams. We also meet Vanessa played by Elizabeth Lale, who's a police officer. She reveals that the serial killer is her dad. And it turns out that he's played by Matthew Lillard, who we met at the beginning of the movie and was the killer in the first Scream movie. Sorry, spoilers for Scream. Uh, we always spoil like, Scream on Post Recap. I was so like, damn fine. it, I really should have seen that one coming. Oh, I thought that yeah. was pretty, pretty smart. Uh, yeah. this, this is the man who works at the at the agency, employment agency that hired Mike for this thing, for this gig. And uh, he's this horrible serial killer who hid the children's bodies in these uh, animatronic beings. Mike, Abby, and Vanessa, with the help of these uh, robot creatures, they're like actually more cuddly than robots, but they are just robots. They look more cuddly. Yeah. Uh, they confront and defeat the serial killer, the white, uh, excuse me, the yellow rabbit, and they bring to an end the sinister events at Freddy's place the pizza place question mark and then there's like a thing at the end per possibly a post credits whatever it wasn't come find me yeah, yeah just you know teasing a sequel that may or may not happen yeah um grace Did, okay here's what i'll say i actually do think for the most part the lore it i can see like this is this is i think the thing that people have been attached to five nights of Freddy's, uh and where it's gotten so much popularity and i think it um the the game is like a survival horror like you are in place of the security guard you're watching the video cameras you have to like figure out what's going on 
And then there's all this lore about like why this franchise, like what happened and the, like, you know, how they possess the animatronic figures or whatever. And so I do think I can like understand from that perspective, like these YouTubers who will play let's plays of it. And then also dig into the lore. I can like resonate with that completely in terms of the things that like I thought did work about this, this movie. Um, you know, the idea of Mike being haunted by um, someone being kidnapped in the way that like, I guess we never say this, but but we learned that like his brother gets kidnapped by uh, by Matthew Lillard's character, right? Um, yeah, that, was, his that was kind of confusing and a stretch, but yeah, we do find out on the reveal. Yeah, the because end. there's a photo where she's like, she reveals that it's her dad, and then she's holding the plane that like his brother was playing with the day that like he he got. Kidnapped, oh, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't figure out what the significance of the of the plane yeah. was in that moment because it was kind of going fast, yeah. but that totally makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. So. Seemingly he's kidnapped and then, you know, he's whatever happened to him, happened to him. But the only, the part of like, for me, the things that like didn't work and this is like a setup, but like, I, I just didn't find the animatronics. That's scary. There's a couple of like really good kills. Someone's head literally gets like chopped off, mm -hmm. which I thought was like great. But I thought for the most part, like, I do think there's a way in which this movie made a ton of money, it made like $80 million domestically on opening weekend, which is amazing. It beat out Taylor Swift uh, this weekend. Finally. Finally. Someone took her down a peg. And um, <laughs> it also was made on a $20 million budget. And to a degree, I can kind of feel that sometimes. I, that to me is like trying. I'm, I'm also trying not to be like, oh, you, you know, like that's amazing that a movie can be like made on little money. That should be a thing we like celebrate. But I also felt like there's so many times where like the thing is coming at the person and then it just like the end of the like, see, is like we don't, I, I feel like this movie and maybe this is because it's like there was actually a fair number of children in my theater. Like a yeah, lot, like it's, actually it's a PG lot. It's a hard PG-13. So the deaths weren't like as maybe like, you know, uh, we want even like we watch the exorcist the few mm -hmm. like oh, God. you know there's some like good, you know interesting to you know and so i maybe wanted it to be a little bit like more horror than it was like because i didn't really find the animatronics to be like that scary i guess in my which is like i know that's so silly but i do think for me that's like one of the things that i like dock it a, a, a peg a little bit um and the like, I do, you know, this is going to sound so awful, but I do like the reveal that like the kids being kidnapped is connected to this thing. And like, but like the idea, like, oh, they're in the animatronics. And I'm like, yeah, but like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? And they never explain. And maybe this is part of the lore where I'm supposed to be like invested in that for a Five Nights at Freddy's 2 or whatever. But I don't know. I just thought of it. Some of it did feel like it was, uh, you know, you know. Uh, a lesser m movie mm -hmm. but that but again that's like just me being really pretentious so i don't know <laughs> being the snob that i pretend yeah. to be yeah. uh yeah no i mean i i don't disagree with the point about how the 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 animatronic you know teddy bears and lizards i feel like it was mostly bears i know there was a fox and uh they all kind of look the same no the you cupcake. know they were, they were different colors yeah well there's the little pet cupcake yeah he's obviously the dog right um but uh yeah to me to me like i had seen the poster and i was like okay this isn't actually a movie that i'm gonna be scared of watching like i think that my expectation was more that it was gonna be you know violent i yeah i did think it was gonna be more violent than it actually was ultimately but um mm -hmm. i 
uh, for me, it was like part of the the quote unquote low budget quality of the the animatronic figures. Just it made it made sense to me in the sense of like this thing is really old and this is how crappy they will look. Uh, so I I don't know like I I I have seen that as a big to your point as a big thing that people are talking like oh it, this movie isn't really that scary and I, you know again I have no interpretation or reference point from the video games and how like bloody or scary or or gory those are compared to the movie but um, the point about the kids being in the body it was like oh I didn't need to know that like I think it's doing a, a fairly good enough job of like establishing the lore. And there are some rules that we understand and some things that we don't know. And like, that was something that they could just like leave a little bit unexplained of, I don't need to know that the bodies are literally in the thing. Cause then I'm thinking, okay, are they like decaying? Like, obviously there's some magic or whatever involved in all of this that they can I know. be controlling the, the figures, but. And I the, think that's part of the lore. I think we're supposed to be left being like, oh my god that's awful but also like what does it actually mean to like come back and like mm -hmm. maybe we'll get an answer at some point and maybe maybe there already is an answer people who like played all the video games and read all the books actually already know right. this answer and we're just we're just dummies you know we're just dummies that's i mean that's that's kind of the point of the movie is they're just dummies. <laughs> i mean to your to the point now i'm thinking about this because you used use the phrase come back it did you know matthew lillard who ends up playing the ultimately the the serial killer the main antagonist and then has this uh yellow bunny outfit oh yeah bunny that's another animal he says i always come back like yeah. right before he dies so there's like yeah. some implication that this has happened before and that he and i think we see like the eyes turn on again as the little boy is like closing the door on him so they're like yeah. putting him in a timeout as opposed to being able to kill him. There's probably something in the lore perhaps of, you know, why he can't die the same way that like the children don't like quote unquote die, or at least they're still alive and able to control these things, these monster, these adorable, not at all scary monsters. I, I was kind of intrigued by that of like, Oh, I'll, I've come back before. Cause like how many times has he been killed? Has she had mm -hmm. to like help kill her dad before? And also she seems to have a lot of free time. <laughs> Maybe this is her off. Maybe mm -hmm. she gets off of work, off of her shift, and then comes to to help. I, I started she just always requests to be on patrol duty around the Freddy's location. That makes sense. Right? Yeah, nobody else wants that beat, so that yeah. totally tracks. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't report in on like yeah when they like yeah, five hundred one to Smith Street. She's like I'm busy. No, sorry, I'm <laughs> past. Uh -huh. She, gets, she uh -huh. gets an option, but yeah, the way that. Like how many times has she had to do that potentially? And this is like her burden in the same way that that uh, our main character, Mike, has a burden. I thought that was, you know, passively, passively interesting. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Ch -ch 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 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I mean, I, I the idea that, like, sometimes you see the animatronics and they look like kids, and sometimes you see them, and like, at the end, right? Where, like the main kid kind of like shuts the door on um, shuts the door on the main guy, the Matthew yeah, Lillard character. Like if he shuts the door and then yeah, whatever. Like some of that is like interesting. I just, I just feel like for me, it wasn't like there were moments where just like, it wasn't complete enough for, for me or like, I do feel like a really good for me, these movies, like they give you enough where you're like, you know, okay, it is some supernatural thing or no, it is like, there, I guess this has to be supernatural because there has to be some mechanism of like the kids being connected to the animatronic, but like, right. you know, tell me what that thing is rather than like, I feel like they try to give us an answer, like, but it's very much like the files are in the computer from Zoolander. <laughs> it's like the children are in the animatronic. Like, in, right. No, yeah. it's literally yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, how are you going to get them in if they can't even fit in the building? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's fine. But I, I like a lot of the ideas. I did like the way the story sort of like tied together that like the police officer's daughter is it like, but then I'm like, well, where's like his brother's spirit? Like where, where is that? Like, yeah, is he the, there? Is he one of the figures? I thought that was going to be like maybe. Yeah. And then he's not really the, like, if there was a way that like, he's misremembering what his brother, like your memories are your memories, right? Like maybe he misremembers what his brother looks like. You know, and the idea of like, I mean, this sounds so dark, but the idea of like luring the kids, I thought was like, you know, the way that like they could could lure, you know, her Abby to like mm -hmm. want to keep coming back and wanting to like, you know, eventually be taken and presumably killed. Like it sounds really dark, but, you know, and the way even the way they try to lure him into giving up Abby when there's the scene where he goes back and his mom is like, you could just stay here with us forever. You just like have to let Abby go. You just have to let, you have to give Abby over to it's simple. Know. I know the, I thought that stuff was pretty effective. Like the use of like dreams and I don't know. I thought there was some stuff that I really liked. I just thought like over like, yeah, I thought some of the production value, like, yeah, they made a bunch of money. I presume they'll do this again and they'll get a way bigger budget. So, you know, but yeah. I don't know whether they'll be scarier because I do feel like part of this is like, targeted at an age it's like it's not like they were super young kids in the theater but yeah like 12 13 you know they don't want it to be like scarring for them so yeah, <laughs> yeah. i love i love that you care grace yeah. uh and speaking of children piper parable's little sister piper rubio <laughs> who, uh -huh. plays, who plays adorable abby uh yeah. you know i mean we talk about this all the time when it's a kid actor they're either it's either really really working or really really not so, uh mm -hmm. it's, it's very rarely like in the middle um i thought she was adorable i thought it was so she she got a couple lines that i thought were pretty good uh up there for me with um the kid that plays the girl in black phone i thought has some i thought there's a uh, line yeah. where like um he's like bleeding out. he's been like stabbed a bunch of times and he's like mm -hmm. he's like i love you she's like yeah i love you too but we should probably go i love that line and there were little little tiny moments like yeah. For and I wrote down a few of them. Moments like that where I thought the the writing was just so efficient and also like very real in as much as you can be in a movie like this, felt very real world. Like so many times we see that very scene that you're talking about where he's like, Oh, I love you. And like 
the monster is still kind of there. Maybe he's dead. Maybe he's not. And they're taking the time to be like emotional. And you're like, come on, get moving. Yeah. Like, just do yeah. this later. And her cutting into that moment, like, yeah, we should, we should probably go. It was, um, was really I thought, funny. I, another yeah. instance of that was kind of like when, when Abby gets, uh, you know, voluntarily kidnapped question mark when yeah. the, the people, you know, the figures come to the house and then they're like, how are we going to get there? Another movie would have skipped over, but they literally film the, the right. people going into the cab. And it's like, oh, yeah, right. see, it's a really realistic that, like interpretation. Of like, okay, oh, can God. I tell you about this? Was I've never felt more out of place in a, mm -hmm. in a, in a location okay. than when the cab driver, who is apparently a very famous YouTube uh, driver, I see, show, I see, I see. or YouTube driver, a YouTube, he's, not he's, a, he's a driver of YouTube views, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So... <laughs> We like they get like they get in the cab, and like literally everybody in the theater, like almost everybody, just goes Corey. <laughs> it's like wait, what? <laughs> like like what? as if he should like as if he had showed up in yeah. real life. Like, yeah, oh my like God, hey Corey. Time. Yeah, That's that was really yeah. funny. It was pretty surreal, and, and I was also like, a little bit disturbing. Know. Kind of. In a way. There's a particular website, Ariel. That's like if you ever like search for celebrities who have your birthday, and I'm trying mm. to like figure out what the site is, but. There's one site in particular that like will like literally I think like you and I could get on the site, but like it also lists like every TikTok influencer, every Instagram person. Uh, um, Probably some reality and, people. And and so it'll be I can't I think it's famousbirthdays.com, I believe. Yeah. So if you search <laughs> like <Probably. laughs> so if you search your birthday uh -huh. and then and then and then it'll just like I've I've never felt older than when it's like you know, Blake Lively, who's a TV actor, Tim Burton, who's a director, also Mark Gomez, 19 years old, Instagram star. <laughs> okay, okay. Is there like a dotted line or some kind of like deviation or it's just like everyone's democratic? No. Well, the they are line. ranked in terms of like, I don't uh, know what that is, but Blake Lively is one. I, um, the, Tim Burton is three. And then, yeah, Mark Gomez, who's 19, is four. And I don't know. Uh -huh. I don't know her. But yeah, <laughs> number eight, it says Lachlan, YouTube star. I don't know who that is. Lachlan. Yeah. Is that so, Corey? Is that Corey? Is so when everybody, whenever the movie theater went, Corey, it was the same feeling I had when I go to famousbirthdays.com. Yeah. Like, Google, yeah. who is that? <laughs> I did. I literally did. With who is that? Like, like, who is that? Literally. <laughs> you type yeah. in, who is that? That person on who my screen. That? Yeah. It's like, that's Corey. How do you Google, know that's Corey? Me. Right. Even Google's like, that's Corey. Then I did like the, yeah, the taxi seat where it's like, yeah, the big animatronic. And, you know, part of me is like, that's where I really want to feel like it didn't really work as a choice for me that like, mm -hmm. there's a giant animatronic. Like, how did it get in there? But then also it's a kit, but like, whatever. But I'm like, whatever. But, you know, it's fine. People love that scene. So, yeah, fine. yeah. You know? And speaking yeah. of that scene, we get the the demise of uh, seemingly the demise. I don't think she's arrived. Uh, or maybe she was just napping. Maybe because they liked Abby-ish or were trying to steal her or whatever. Your mileage may vary. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. We didn't see... We just see her legs on Jane, like, passed out in the living room when they take Abby. Oh, uh, Aunt Jane? Yeah. Yeah. She's just she, sleeping, he says. The yeah, she's just sleeping, he says. But, like, in fairness to him, he could have just, like, knocked her out, like, dinked her in the head as opposed to, like, yeah. slit her throat, like, some... Or, like, bite her with a, you know, pet cupcake kind of thing. Um, what, how did you feel about the... The Unchained character because she's like for me she was silly and not always as funny as I think they wanted her to be but it just felt like a really refreshing stupid like unself aware villain of just like selfish reasons uh, and I love the scene at the this is why I like her actually I love the scene at the diner where she's like 
Yeah. We're going to do illegal stuff. Sit down, Doug. Poor Doug. Her, her, Poor Doug. Her. It is Doug. Yeah. Doug's yeah. like, wait, I shouldn't even be here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's fine. I, I feel like this, this character is in here to be like, when you know that there's like, basically like in like a slasher film, which is essentially is for the most part, but just like with five different animatronic slashers. And then eventually the Matthew Lillard character, I kind of feel like knowing that like, there's like Freddie, you kind of know that like, Aunt Jane is probably, you know, it will be a sad. It's kind of like when you're watching like in Game of Thrones. Once we learn that like characters die all the time, you're like, I bet Joffrey's gonna die at some point. It's gonna be really fun to watch Joffrey. Spoilers <laughs> for Game of Thrones, but like, I kind of felt the same for Aunt Jane. And then I was a little like, this is one of those things where I'm like, the kind of like off-screen death, which is probably a money-saving thing slash a like, our audience maybe is too young to watch like, basically like Halloween. Mm-hmm. style murders from michael myers like that's fine but then i'm like oh i don't really feel like the death was that satisfying but that's like for me her whole purpose of being in the movie is to be like the villain who eventually will like you know her be hoisted by her own petard you know ah, by her own yeah. animatronic petard yeah Can i, I think tell you one of my was... favorite things about the cast list on, on wikipedia Ariel, is like Please. they have these five kids so it's like let me just read them all out Grant Feely as Ghost Kids, Brackets, Blonde Boy, The Murder Child Who Soul Haunts Colton Freddy. And then we have Ashton Coulter Spence as Ghost Kids, Bracket, With Hook, The Murdered Child Who Soul Haunts Foxy. David Houston Dottie as Ghost Kids, Brackets, With Bunny Ears, The Murdered Child Who Soul Haunts Bunny, et cetera, et cetera. My favorite, is, now that I'm looking at it, Ghost Kid with hat. <laughs> Ghost Kid. Blue Eyed Girl. We had no prop budget. Blue Eyed Girl. I think that's a song. I know it's Brown Eyed Girl. Uh... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you make of Aunt Jane? What do you make of uh, nefarious Aunt Jane who wants to? Yeah, I think she, you know, she had the the few funny scenes that I talked about. She's kind of cartoonishly, I wouldn't even use the word evil. She's just like cartoonishly yeah. deviant and kind of yeah. dumb, uh, dim-witted maybe is a more generous term. I think that to your point a little bit, she does seem to be the big bad. And then ultimately I'm fine with them kind of just uh, dis bursting with her or you know discarding her literally if her body is just laying there yeah discarding her because she's ultimately not the big bad the big bad is the system no the big bad is actually the serial killer um uh-huh. so i thought i thought uh yeah i thought that worked fine i was just like so i think the moments of humor because especially like the beginning of the movie when it's just starting out with the you know with the reveal and the and the dreams that that uh mike is having and like the way he's what he's actually trying to do which is crazy we can talk about that um it was so it was so refreshing to me to get some of those lighthearted moments especially from from Aunt jane and and poor doug who is probably going to be disbarred at some point um come on yeah so i thought she was i thought she was perfectly serviceable the beginning of the movie is like super and i think this is also part of what caught me off guard i didn't expect to like have profound feelings about any part of it and like the story that we keep talking about of like his brother who had gotten taken and he's reliving that dream and trying to actively like engage with the dream to get details on who would have taken his brother mm-hmm. first of all it sounds exhausting like the same i wouldn't even yeah, i would never really. want to sleep like that's that's just work that's just more work have you ever heard of, what is is this lucid dreaming? Have you ever heard lucid of this? Lucid dreaming, yes. Okay, I have heard yeah. about this. And because yeah. it's spooky season, I will just share my very brief experience with it. I mean, there are a couple ones, but there's only one that's like spooky related. I remember being a kid. I want to say maybe around her age, uh, somewhere between like, let's say like nine and 12. 
and maybe even younger. Who cares? That's not important to the story. What's important is I was having a dream where I was in my uh, childhood home and because I was still lived there at the time. And there were like vampires who were attracting, attacking and like going after people. Nobody else was there as with a lot of these like horrible nightmares. It's just you alone. And I remember at some point like getting so scared that I had the thought, I think I might be dreaming. Like I, I, I like became self-aware while I was in the dream that I was having this dream because it just was like so horrible and nightmarish that I think on some level I just recognized that it couldn't be true. And I had the thought of like, I think if I jump out the window, I can stop it because I was trying to wake myself up and I couldn't wake up. So I was like, I think if I would jump out the window, I will wake up. And Grace, I jumped out the window. And oh I my God. Up. Wow. You did it. Incredible. I they say to lose a dream. Yeah. To just write down every, when you wake up and then you'll recognize when you're in, you're in a dream, the more you write down and then you'll recognize the thing, but I don't know. I've never tried it. Yeah. Um, I think the emotion, like the, the, like the, that adrenaline emotion is like the fee and the fear. It's like, what uh what generated it but yeah yeah lucid dreaming are you a dream walker grace no i don't think so no. <laughs> i don't really remember anything so disappointed. Yeah. no i really yeah. don't think so no i don't think so no um did you see did you get any, did you get any trailers oh no because you watched it uh can i, I just did tell get you like some, some trailers okay. for like you know some wireless companies that don't pay us to right. mention them but that was just because i was watching it on peacock so i did get an interesting set of of trailers the two i want to highlight that I, you know um Bloomhouse does have another film that's coming up um and it's based off a, a short a short film i believe but are you familiar with night with night swim era you familiar with this sounds familiar but so it's gonna no. have wyatt russell is the son of kurt russell yes and uh here's the problem an unknown supernatural present haunts a backyard swimming pool wow yep night swim. So this is like swim fan sequel yeah and then are Maybe. you familiar with the upcoming 2023 film that i think is poorly named for seo purposes which is thanksgiving I was at, I think I was at a bar and they were playing, I was at a sports bar over the weekend and they were playing the trailer and I didn't hear it with sound. I was just yeah. watching it yeah. and I was like, this is so smart. Do a Thanksgiving themed horror. It's basically like a Halloween. Yeah. It seems like a Halloween yeah. movie, but that's about Thanksgiving. And it's, a pil it's a pilgrim, uh, you know, in Plymouth, Massachusetts, who is going to create a Thanksgiving carving board. So incredible. I do think it's bad SEO. Like there has to be like a put like yes. Thanksgiving or something, right? Like Ooh, I Eli like Roth. If you're I was just thinking Thanksgiving yeah. coal in the movie. Yeah. So, you know, it's but it's an Eli Roth production that's coming. Uh, and, if you're, and annoyingly, it's going to be very annoying here in Canada because we had Thanksgiving about a month ago. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. Two trailers. We can uh, briefly get into some some uh, other stuff. Is there anything else about Five Nights at Freddy's? I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I think it's you know the one thing I do like is is uh, it did have a it had a great weekend. I think seventy eight domestically, one hundred thirty twenty seven uh, um, worldwide. Mm -hmm. Which like I feel like horror. We were so on the horror bandwagon last year. With barbarian it's been less, it's been less this yeah this year less, been i think bit. less quantity but also like less quality a little bit i think so too i saw a couple of good things that i think uh i think um the evil with it there's some movies that are coming that i, th I thought were like really excellent but but on the most part i feel like we haven't had like 
the big i mean megan i guess was this year which i think is also bloom house but um yeah i think i don't know this is hopeful to me that like you know this wasn't my favorite but it did really well and i think people liked it and i'm so happy that people liked it so i don't know maybe and there yeah. seems like there's a few more stuff coming we love love and we love yeah. when people love things and that's what um, five nights at freddy's is about that's what, that's what it's about and murdered children <laughs> um we can briefly just get into because you and i had talked about this uh yeah. some movies that we haven't gotten to talk about in uh-huh. the whole episode uh form that we just wanted to uh to highlight yeah um we got there's one that i mean we're talking streaming movies there's one that's out that i saw this is this is more classic me than my five nights at freddy's example i did see this uh-huh. in theaters before it got onto netflix fair play I, I also saw fair you yeah. did that's so exciting yeah, yeah uh, you i i you had said it was good or interesting or whatever so i went and saw it. <laughs> yeah. thank you thank you for hedging my thank you for hedging yeah. my opinion yeah. Yeah. um yeah i really liked it i think it's it's you know nothing nothing groundbreaking per se but i think the the two lead actors are really interesting it's uh alden Ehrenreich and oh god now i'm forgetting her name she TV looked Dynabar. like Sansa. thank you yeah uh, mm-hmm. She looks like Sansa, but it's not. I liked it a lot. I thought, I, you know, he said it's nothing groundbreaking, but I do think it is. You know, there is this like wave of sort of like post, uh, not post. I think we're you know in the Me Too movement, like, but like the Me Too movement becoming a thing. I think we're in this like swell of these um, erotic thrillers or movies that are much more from the woman's perspective. And I feel like mm-hmm. in the this, I, I don't know. I do think this is like uh, Chloe Demont, who is the director and, and writer of the film, has mm-hmm. said that this is largely based on like her own experiences of like being in relationships and and having success and the way that that makes um, the men that she's in relationships feel. And so mm-hmm. I think I think the thing, one thing I've heard is that like the ending is a bit controversial in terms yeah, of whether or not people is, liked it. But yeah, it's polarizing for sure. But yeah. Um, yeah, to your point, it's about this main character. The main couple, really, but she's the main character, the two of them, and they work at the same place uh, and everything is fine until they start to inevitably compete with each other for things and how that affects the dynamic. And obviously she starts to get opportunities that he doesn't. And then it kind of goes uh, off the rails in a way that I really enjoyed. Mm hmm. Um, uh, Pain Hustlers came out on Netflix, I believe, recently. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I got to see Tiff, it. At Tiff. With our, our uh, weekly Tiff mention. Yeah, uh, but I thought it was really interesting. It's based on like you know uh, pharmaceutical companies and what they were able to sort of get away with um, at, at times. And then you know, but uh, the movie I think has like the performances are maybe better than the overall film. But I did like Emily Blunt and Chris Evans. Catherine O'Hara is in it. She's pretty funny too. She's good. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the other one I wanted to mention, Dick's the Musical. Yeah. Which is A twenty fours first musical and i have to be honest i had no interest in this movie based on the trailer the trailer looked really bad and i watched the movie and it's so first of all it's filthy it's disgusting it's like very and i mean like that in like a vulgar way um with a lot of like the words and the the it's just like off the wall so silly but the music is actually really good i was yeah. so completely blown away with like the the quality and the care with which they they created this incredibly silly movie um it's been in limited release for a while but i imagine that it'll it'll be streaming eventually somewhere 
Um, the last one I want to mention is um, Anatomy of a Fall. It won the Palm yes. d'Or at Cannes, and uh, I saw it. It's very much like a courtroom drama. Um, I liked it a lot. Uh, the French courtroom, um, like French law, is. <laughs> I thought of you when I when I heard that. You, you had given me the warning wild. about the French uh, legal. The lawyer, system. the prosecutor. Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. and just the the. Uh, the outfits or uh, excuse yeah. me it's disrespectful the uniform that they are required to wear mm -hmm. the garb pretty, yeah the legal garb is is yeah. pretty yeah and that movie for sure is it's like all the pieces just come together in a way that work really well and it's it's a fairly long movie but it's a good it if is. you like courtroom dramas this is the movie for you it's good yeah I, I liked it a lot yeah it is two and a half hours but yeah i liked it a lot yeah. it's the good it's the good two and a half hours yeah and you so know, I don't say that often. Out. I know, I know. There's a lot of stuff out right now. There's so much fun. stuff, people. Yeah. If you mm -hmm. if you want something to watch, you know, take someone's recommendations. Yeah. Uh, Grace, anything else? Any other big hit? Did we talk about Taylor Swift movie? I feel like I feel like we might. <laughs> did we talk about it? <laughs> like we did. Yeah. I yeah. just love. I will just say I love that it's become a weekend only thing. I don't know. If that's, that's wild a, to me. A budget yeah. thing of like they're not a lot. You know. No, like, that's that's like they don't want empty Wednesday night showings. We talk about this with Scali of like he wanted yeah, to go, but they don't yeah. want like an empty Wednesday matinee. You know. No, but it did. I did see that they're. I love just like monitoring this stuff from the outside. They are releasing it for. Uh, they're making an exception for tomorrow today because it's Halloween. So like, okay, they are all showing, right. and I guess people will dress up as Taylor and go to the movies. But that's it. That's the only exception. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay, is right. Now, now you learn. Now, or now you've been told. Now you learn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Grace, that's it for us this week. Push your cup theater. What else do you have got going on besides this? Oh, you know, uh, lots going on. Uh, Rich and I are talking about Yellowstone. We're almost finished on our, as of today. If you're, if you've been following along, we're finished with the fall of Rome. We'll have a few more bonus pods. Our flag means death wrapped up last week. You and I are chatting tales from the loop in the morning show. Jess and I are talking full spoiler recaps for recap a full season of a TV show every single week. So yeah, lots. I'm on social media at high from grace. What about you? I am covering other stuff as well. Morning show, like you said, Tales from the Loop, like you said, um, and also Grey's Anatomy. I'm really excited because we're doing a doctor draft in a couple of weeks with Chappelle and a special guest. Um, yeah, that's it from us. I'm Ariel, that's Grace, and we are Pushing Recap Theater. Bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with With daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.